RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kem. The headlines. The chairman of LegCo's Railway Subcommittee calls for more clarity on MTR subsidence. Plans for an electric car, share, car sharing service in Hong Kong. And Chinese researchers say they've developed an alternative to the silicon solar panel. The chairman of LegCo's Railway Subcommittee, Michael Teen, says the government should clarify how much MTR stations and surrounding buildings can sink before the substance is made public and nearby works and rail operations are halted. Substance has hit several railway stations. Yesterday it was revealed that the construction of the new Tokor Wan station caused several nearby buildings to sink beyond acceptable limits. But the MTR Corporation has been accused of simply raising the limits and pressing ahead with works. Mr Teen says he's arranging a meeting in the coming weeks to try to get answers. Who sets the standard? What are the remedial measures that are accepted? What happens when somebody breaches what is required? Will the public know? These are the key points where currently it's absolutely not transparent. Meanwhile, the New Territories Association of Societies and the DAB have protested outside government headquarters. They are demanding the release of the latest data on subsidence along MTR lines. DAB spokesman Johnny Ipp says there's a need for the government to review the current notification system. We believe that the government have the duty to request the MTR company to provide all this information before the LegCo take any actions on this subsidence problem. We do not believe that the MTR has provided all the accurate documents and information to the public and to the government. So we believe that the government has the responsibility to do that. And the Democratic Party has started a petition that calls for the resignation of the Secretary for Transport, Frank Chan, and MTR Chairman Fred Ma over the construction problems at Hong Hom Station. The rail firm's projects director, Phil Ko Wong, and three other general managers have already left the company over the shoddy work scandal engulfing the shot into central rail projects. Jack Jason Kwok is a project officer with the party. Being the head of the engines, right? Being the head of the company, they should be accountable for every mistakes, every scandals, particularly involve public interest. So in this case, he has no excuse or reason not to resign. A medical researcher has urged caution over using a pioneering faecal transport method to slim down. The Chinese university's medical faculty is setting up Asia's first transplant and research centre to use gut bacteria from healthy people to treat disease. Earlier, research has helped obese diabetic patients to lose weight. Professor Ng Siu Chin from the university's Department of Medicine and Therapeutics said the research was still in its early stages. At the moment, we should really be focusing on treating um, diseases because if you're healthy, your gut bacteria is already quite healthy and if you want to try and slim and lose more weight, I suspect using fecal transplant may not necessarily work. The boss of one of Hong Kong's main bike-sharing companies, Hoberbike, is planning to expand into electric car-sharing next year. Joseph Sung says it'll operate like timeshare properties, with multiple families sharing a vehicle over a fixed period of time. He expects to initially have 500 electric cars. Mr Sung says he believes sharing electric cars could help reduce traffic congestion in the long term. 
We are talking about saving one car for many families. The number of cars should be reduced because of that. At the moment, there are too many cars and owned by you know someone, and the car parking space are too expensive because too many cars. If saving that, it means that the numbers would be going down. If this model works, maybe you also can go to other parts of the world as well. Standby signal number one is in force as Tropical Depression Yagi heads towards western Guangdong and Hainan Island. But according to Chan Yinghua, a senior scientific officer at the observatory, it's unlikely that conditions here will worsen. According to this uh, present forecast track, the distance between these uh, tropical depressions and Hong Kong will remain fairly similar and the chance of, the, uh, of strong winds generally over the territory is not high for most of the days today. The chance of issuing strong wind signal number three during daytime is relatively low. KMB says it's not feasible to install a real-time system that monitors bus drivers, saying it would put too much pressure on them. Senior executives from the company were testifying for a second day at a government-appointed review committee on Hong Kong's bus operations. The committee was established after the Taipo bus crash last February, in which 19 people died. KMB's operations director, Leung King Wang, says the firm does have a real-time system in place, but that's for traffic jams. He said drivers prefer not to have a manager talking to them about their driving. Researchers say any drive to reduce salt intake should focus on China, where sodium consumption far exceeds other countries. A study in the Lancet Medical Journal said China had an average daily salt intake of 12.5 grams, whereas other countries range between 7.5 and 12.5. Health guidelines recommend 5 grams per day. The researchers said only the highest sodium diets were linked to clear health risks, such as high blood pressure and a greater risk of strokes. The eight-year study examined urine and blood samples, along with health records, for over 90,000 people. Some experts criticised the methodology and said the findings weren't conclusive. The rectangular solar panels that most of us are... Chinese researchers say they've developed an alternative to the expensive and cumbersome silicon solar panel. Using carbon and plastic, they promise a cheaper way of generating electricity. Here's the BBC's Matt McGrath. The rectangular solar panels that most of us are familiar with are expensive, heavy and require fixed installation points. Organic photovoltaics can be made of carbon compounds that are dissolved in ink so they can be printed on thin rolls of plastic. They can bend or curve around structures or even be incorporated into clothing. Until now, they've not been efficient enough at turning sunlight into electricity compared to silicon. But Chinese researchers have found that by layering materials, they can produce organic cells with a similar efficiency to the current market leaders. The US Vice President Mike Pence says the time has come for a space force to counteract threats to US space-based capabilities from Russia, China, North Korea and Iran. In a speech at the Pentagon, Mr Pence announced plans for the creation of a sixth military branch, as he called on Congress to invest $8 billion US billion in space security systems over the next five years. Now the time has come to write the next great chapter in the history of our armed forces, to prepare for the next battlefield, where America's best and bravest will be called to deter and defeat a new generation of threats to our people, to our nation. The time has come to establish the United States Space Force. Mr. Pence said America's adversaries had transformed space into a war-fighting domain already, and the U.S. would not shrink from its challenge. 
Israeli security cabinet has ordered the army to continue acting with force against what it calls terrorist elements following an escalation of violence in and around Gaza. The UN has said it is deeply alarmed at the current situation. The BBC's Anne Busby reports. Even as the security cabinet met, sirens sounded in Israeli communities near the border warning of incoming rockets, while Israeli forces attacked targets inside Gaza. A multi-storey building described by Israel as a headquarters of the militant group Hamas was flattened. Palestinian officials say 18 people were injured. Earlier, three Palestinians, including a pregnant woman and her 18-month-old child, were killed. A number of Israelis have been injured in rocket attacks. The development agency Oxfam says a new outbreak of Ebola in the Democratic Republic of Congo could be the country's most challenging yet. There have been scores of confirmed and suspected cases in provinces affected by armed conflict. Oxfam's country director, Josie Baronhana, said the violence in North Kivu and Ituri provinces makes it much harder to combat the spread of the disease. To reach some of the people are going to be difficult because we will have to go into areas that are not stable. But also one of the things you want when there is an Ebola outbreak is for people who have been in touch with someone contaminated of the virus not to move or to move as less as possible. And if there are attacks, if there, are, if there is armed activity, uh, some people will keep moving and that could make much more difficult to track who is being in contact with someone that was contaminated with Ebola. Ecuador has declared a state of emergency in three provinces because of the high volume of Venezuelan migrants crossing the northern border with Colombia. The migrants are fleeing Venezuela's severe economic crisis, which has led to hyperinflation and food shortages. The BBC's Candace Piet reports. A foreign ministry statement said that over 4,000 Venezuelans were arriving a day, mostly heading south, hoping to find jobs in the growing economies of Peru and Chile. The statement said the emergency would trigger a swift response to help deal with migrants arriving malnourished and in poor health. Immigration officials, doctors and social workers are to be deployed along with tents and supplies. Analysts say migrants are going through Ecuador because of concerns Colombia's newly elected Conservative government could close its long border with Venezuela. Neural scientists researching the brains of more than 30 primate species have identified a key step in the evolution of a uniquely human trait, the ability to speak. The study found that our closest ape relatives have more of their brain dedicated to the movement of their tongue than other primates. Here's the BBC's Victoria Gill. Bonobos are the chatterboxes of the ape world, with a natural vocabulary of nearly 40 distinct sounds. But it remains a mystery as to why no ape, apart from us, has developed the ability to talk. The researchers found that more vocal apes had much larger parts of their brains dedicated to decision-making and to controlling their tongues. This suggests, they say, that while other apes may well be smart enough to develop complex ways of communicating, their sheer ability to move and control what the scientists term their vocal apparatus may have rendered them speechless. Business news and shares of the MTR Corporation have dropped for the third day in a row, falling by another 2% this morning. They are now at their lowest level since March 2017. Yesterday, the company posted a 5% fall in half-year profit. Short while ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 28,485. That's 120 points down. Market turnover was $43.6 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 110.7 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 15 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 7 cents. 
Sport now, and here's Atom Chung. We start at the Asian Games, where Hong Kong's men's football team kick off against Laos in their opening group match in Jakarta this afternoon. Hong Kong's under-23 side have been drawn in a tough group that includes host nation Indonesia, Palestine, and Chinese Taipei. Football writer Chris Lau says the Asian Games offers an opportunity for young Hong Kong players to make an impression. Well, the tournament is important as it allows youngsters to gain experience at a large-scale international tournament and gain experience. In terms of the younger players, you have Chen Chen Lung of Kichi, most famous for his winning goal for Kichi against Kishio Reisal in the Asian Champions League. It's also Tan Chun Lok, the midfielder who left Taipo to move to the Chinese Super League team, Guangzhou RNS. Doing well for the youngsters at Asian Games could also impress their domestic clubs, which could in turn lead to these players having more playing time. The players would also be looking to jump to the senior team, so a good showing at the Asian Games for these uh, players would really help their cause. Staying with football, Hong Kong's Dai Wai Jun has extended his stay in English League One. Oxford United have signed the 19-year-old midfielder just before the transfer deadline. Dai played in eight games for Bury last season. The club finished bottom in the English third tier and were relegated. Dai joined Oxford on a two-year contract for an undisclosed fee. It was a busy day for Everton. They've signed three players at transfer deadline day. The Barcelona defender Yeri Mina for 34 million US dollars joins Everton, along with Brazil forward Bernard on a free transfer from Shakhtar Donetsk and another Barca player Andre Gomez on a season-long loan. The former Liverpool defender Steven Warnick says Bernard is one of the most exciting signings in the transfer window. It's brilliant for the league because uh, a right-footed player who plays on the left-hand side, he's, when he was younger, he was sort of touted in the same breath as Neymar, um, which shows the, the quality that he has. He turned into a top-quality player and a free-kick specialist as well. So Everton have got them and themselves a, a fantastic deal with a free transfer who cost Shakhtar £25 million. On to golf, Gary Woodland will take a one-shot lead into the second round of the PGA Championship in St. Louis. Woodland's opening round of six under par 64 puts him one shot ahead of Ricky Fowler, with Brendan Stone and Zach Johnson both a further shot behind. World number one Dustin Johnson is well-placed in a group of players tied at three under par. Justin Rose, Ian Poulter and Jason Day also part of that group. Defending champion Justin Thomas will start at one under par. That's one shot better than Tiger Woods. Jordan Spieth, in his quest to complete a career Grand Slam, starts a one-over, seven shots off the lead. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The chairman of LegCo's railway subcommittee calls for more clarity on MTR substance. Plans for an electric car sharing service in Hong Kong. Chinese researchers say they've developed an alternative to the silicon solar panel. The news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said.